Well, I, I, I see we're coming up for half past ten, and we have a new feature on the show. Um, it's an opportunity, really, for us to engage with uh, with local pastors from local churches. And this morning, we're joined by a friend. He's a new friend that I've made since I've come to Pretoria. He's at the church in Mamelodi. Uh, his uh, his uh, name is Sibosi, uh, so I'm going to give him the opportunity to introduce himself. Um, but what we really desire to do is to introduce um, listeners to local church pastors hear what's happening in local churches and have an opportunity to give something of a spotlight um, to churches that we know that we're in fellowship with that would include maybe Baptist Northern Association churches that would include some Solo Five churches that would include some Christ Seminary graduates it's interesting that this is the first time that we're doing it and this time it is and other friends um, Sibu you fall into the other friend category it's really cool to be joined uh, by you today uh, thank you so much for joining maybe you just want to introduce yourself and uh, the church in Mamalodi to us um, yeah good morning can you hear me I can hear you fine loud and clear brother awesome um, yeah good to have you brothers you guys are chopping it up with the how long were you <laughs> listening in about 15 minutes uh, uh, I think you're making the case y- you know I'm what like, maybe, oh. maybe next week you, you should come and join us and we can make it kind of like a more rounded conversation yeah. uh, have a couple Good of luck. friends in the room <laughs> Love that, would love that. Um, yeah, so um, my name is Busisam Lojwa. Thanks, Mark, for having me. Uh, originally from Mpumalanga, a place called uh, Malasini, used to be called Vetbank, but uh, now reside in, uh, been in Pretoria now, yo, feel like a, I feel like a local man since 2002, uh, more than what, close to 20 years? <laughs> okay, so I got, so I got 19 years to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've been, when did you arrive? I arrived it, in January this year, so I'm coming up for a year. Um, condolences to you, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I love Victoria, uh, yeah. man. Oh, I, I was actually, I, I was taking my daughter to Hammond's Crawl uh, yesterday, yes. and we were driving, you know, up the N1 uh, northward, and just looking around. We live in an absolutely beautiful city. I, mm. I love the kopis, you know, the little mountainous areas. It is incredibly green. It's treed. Um, I mean, really, Pretoria is an undervalued city as far as South African mm. places are concerned. Mm. It is a privilege to be here. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Uh, we have the, I feel like we have the best of both worlds in Pretoria. Um, you know, we're able to. We're not as rushed as Joburg, um, but it, but at the same time, it and feels not as, like and not as like, clicky as Cape Town. If you're listening in from Cape Town, I'm sorry I said that, but but other people say that about you. <laughs> Pretoria is the Borough's uh, curtain. We 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 get to wear shorts and uh, enjoy lace yep. and uh, everyone's like really friendly to one another. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> and we get to eat spatlo. Uh, in the location, uh, we get to hang out. And uh, we, we even have our own language in Mamelodi. Uh, you know, so we create our own way of talking as well. But yeah, I've been here s- since then and um, planted a church with uh, with a church called Central Baptist, where you are now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. A shout out to Pastor, to Pastor Charles. Uh, the team there love those guys. Um Around twenty, what, two thousand and nine? Yeah, two thousand and nine. Planted a church, not planted. Let me say, revitalized. 
uh, a church from, so we were sent out from uh, Central Baptist Church, which is more like in a, in a, it's a suburban, well, it's closer to the inner city in Pretoria, but we were sent out to Sunnyside Pretoria to sort of revitalize that work around 2010. Um, yeah, then we sort of went there and then, um, yeah, just, you know, it was it was a really, and I was at seminary during that time, so it was a really growing time for me to, to really understand, to get my hands dirty, to understand what real ministry looks like amongst people of Nigerian, Cameroonian, Zimbabwean, uh, you know, that inner city kind of vibe. Um, uh, so around about 2010 to 2015, we were there trying to revitalize that work. But what I realized was people were taking like one, two taxis to come to to, to town uh, from from Harankua, from Soshanguve, from Mamilodi. They were coming there uh, because there was, they saying they were lacking biblical churches. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it, it desire and love, a, a heart sort of grew for me because I, I grew up in the township. So it's not something that's unfamiliar to me, but a desire grew. Um, I believe the Lord laid it on my heart um, to really plant a church. And so around 2015, um, yeah, we planted a church. Uh, we, we, you know, had a desire to plant the church. And then um, I spoke to to two guys who were I know love church planting, whom I know that they have a passion for it. A guy called Toby and Johan. Mm. Who, who I've heard those names plenty of time. I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting them. Yeah, great, great, great guys. Um and so I wrote to them, and then uh, that same year, I uh, went to a city, just went to New York for a four-week church planting intensive at Redeemer. Oh, that's uh, Tim church. Keller? That's Tim Keller. Um, and so, yeah, from there on, 2016, uh, we started moving into the area, sort of like building relationships. And then we started meeting 2018, I think January. Um, yeah, that's where we started meeting at the church. Just me, my wife, and uh, just two, three people. Wow. Uh, we just went, we're Mavericks. We just went in. <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, I, I, I appreciate your story. It reminds me something of my own as I, I went to Crystal Park really? Baptist Church. So I, I planted, um, yeah. and again, what, did I plant or did I revitalize? There, there was a building and there were five people. Um, but, but I was sent as a missionary to go and plant in, in Benoni and was joined by a mutual friend of ours, uh, Gideon and Penny, pretty soon after that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and just I remember all the excitement and all the kind of fears and all the complexity of being such a small <laughs> church um yeah yeah and just and then all the joys of seeing that grow over time that i mean tell us a little bit about that uh, uh the church in mamalodi where where exactly are you located um wh when do you meet what is a what does a sunday morning service look like and feel like uh we located in mamelodi so mamelodi is divided into two there's mamelodi west okay which is a really where Mamilori started. Okay. It's, it's the more traditional side. It's more, it's the one with the historic sort of sites and yes. um, the hostels and, and, and where Mamilori started. Then it grew into Mamilori East. That's where we are. Okay. Um, and yeah, Mamilori East, we, we, we there, I think it's the, it's the part where mostly Mamilori is growing. Um, it's growing in, it's more younger. Um, so that's how our church looks like. It's, it's very youthful. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and you know, we, we try to be Christ-centered. We try to be, it's vibrant, um, and 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 you know, yeah, very young, very young. A lot of young people that 
I read, and it's interesting, yeah, to see young people t- loving sound teaching, loving, um, loving the word. And I think, I think this is what people are longing for as we, we sort of preached um, the, the the word. And so, so yeah, when we preach and we started, it was I think it's something that's still sort of new, you know, focus on expository preaching, a focus on you know conservative theology well come here you you say you say this this is like something new and you're talking about focus on expository preaching expose uh, uh, focus on on reformed theology i mean these are these are words that resonate with me like my heart is delighted i I met you i think for the first time we might have met in passing before but i I met you um at a conference or at a seminar or an event that we had early in the year and immediately on talking to you i could just sense you know like so many connections so many uh kind of kindred touch points uh, uh amongst us what is the complication or the difficulty of taking mm-hmm. theology, which I'm so used to right now in terms of um, exposure to it within a suburban context, but what are some of the complications of taking that kind of preaching style, expository preaching, making the main point of preaching of a passage of scripture, the main point of your yeah. sermon, and then applying it into the lives of the believers and, and reform theology and, and some of the other distinctives that you hold to. What are some of the complications of of taking that into Mamelodi in specific? Sure. Yeah, the, that's a question of, of um, we often ask ourselves, if in as brothers who do ministry in the township. Um, I think, I think um, it's a couple of things. I think there's a sense in which uh, the Reformed theology, uh, I think traditionally so, um, it's intellectual, um, if I can. Yes. Kind of one distinctive, which which I know it's, it sounds like, you know, why is that complicated? And I think a lot of ministry when we do ministry in the township, um, yeah, we, yeah, there's a there's a strong theology of the spirit, and not so much um, of the word, the sufficiency of scripture, which you, you know, in terms of sort of like explaining the passage, verse by verse, and um, assuming or coming into the into the text, assuming that it makes sense, that it can be understood, that you can break down systematically as you guys were doing now with tongues, um, I think it's something that it's 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 we are it's not assumed so much in the township. There's a there's a strong theology of the spirit that says that um, you know whatever that the spirit says is what goes. Whatever the man of God says is what is what goes. And so a lot of people have a very high view. Of, of of men of God. Uh, I use that in inverted commas. I know uh, Paul uses it in a in a very in a different way than the, what is understood when we when people think of a man of God. And so I think because of of that, one, it's just one thing. Because of that um, worldview that some when somebody's words, when somebody speaks, who stands up on the pulpit and opens the Bible, when they speak, you should just take it without necessarily scrutinizing what it says. So now when we're coming in and we're saying, hey, I'm not a big deal, man. I'm just, I'm Spusiso. I've got a wife. I'm trying to love my wife. Uh, I'm a sinner. Um, Jesus, you know, Jesus is the big deal. Um, That's the guy. And he's written a book. He's written words. There's verbs. There's subjects. There's, we got to study them. Uh, God has spoken. And we believe he's used this book to speak. And so when we come and we sort of 
um, speak like that. It's yeah, it's 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 there's a pushback to that because it's like, but but the way we understand church is that the man of God is supposed to to have power and then power, you know, mm. in a in a in a different sense. So I think then, yeah, I think that's that's one of the what we've seen is one of the big reasons why we're seeing a pushback from those that um, maybe some of some have come and of, have also left our church actually because we've said to them, hey, like you guys have talking about tongues now. Somebody would just come and say, but but my experience says this, but my, um, especially with demon possession and, and stuff mm. like that, people have... When, when's your deliverance service? You know, do, do, you, do you have a deliverance service on a Wednesday night? You know, I, I mean, even yeah. in the suburbs, I've had those kinds of questions. Uh, those yeah. kinds of questions have been, have, have been posed to me and you know, we've have to have an apologetic and it doesn't always sound, or <laughs> um, it's not always accepted. Absolutely. Um, exactly. So, so when people then hear that, because it's they don't have a, um, a framework, they don't have a point of reference for understanding that kind of ministry. We actually, people might have actually think we're the cult. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, it's like you are the one that's actually different from from um, why is it that if you guys are preaching the truth, and I don't want to make it sound like we're the only ones, because there's there's brothers that have been there before us yes. that have uh, preached the truth. And, 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 and to say, to balance it and to say that we also need to grow in our understanding of the, the theology of the spirit, because oh. I, do, I do think that we, we have a very uh, developed theology of Christ, but yes. our theology Undercooked. of the spirit also needs to grow in our understanding. So there's a sense in which we also need to to keep on applying it and, and understanding and understanding that that doctrine very well, but but we do find that um, there is a um, there is a challenge in terms of that normal regular boring Sunday preaching yes. discipleship. It's like man, there's got to be more to church than this. This is too it's too it's too boring. It's like I, where's the power? I've been reading. Uh, much of John Calvin over the last 20 years and one of the things that John Calvin as a reformer in the 1600s did was he reclaimed a doctrine of the Holy Spirit it seems Ooh. as if we haven't made much of our roots um, in the 21st century in some ways and and uh, you're right the doctrine of the Holy Spirit is something that we do need to reclaim and we need to position well um, in the in the world in which we are found because people are asking questions about the Holy Spirit and so we need to speak about his person uh, about his presence about his work yes. uh, about the way that he empowers us uh, and the way that mm. he ultimately uh, stirs the heart of man and opens their eyes that they might see Jesus we, we need to get better at all of these things but but I'm I'm now intrigued uh, Sibu, as I'm as I'm listening to you speak um, I, I I recognize that that we are the same like we are brothers we cut from the same cloth uh, and yet you That's are it. in Mamelodi and I am in Arcadia and Zwavelpoort uh, our churches I'm, I'm assuming will look and and sound possibly similar in some ways on a Sunday different in others uh, maybe tell mm. me uh, how are we similar on a, in a Sunday service and 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 how might we be different on a Sunday service? Mm. Um, I've never been to your church, but uh, I think I have an idea of. Um, I've, I've seen some services <laughs> online. I, I, I've actually heard your 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 music and your singing and your um, your worship, and and I found it to be to be very diverse, um, which is not typical uh, in terms of your, the, your your songs and and just vibrant, which 
which is probably where would be we would be different we would be very um in terms of our music um you know we'd sing in in um in Sutu and Zulu yes uh, the language yes. in Mamilodi is mostly Bedi uh slash Sutu slash Swana okay that's the dominant uh, language and so um our music would be intentionally of uh, Venek yes uh if I can say and very lively. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, um, so interpret very yeah. lively for me. Come on, I'm well, Lungu, I, you know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I don't understand these things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I heard you guys speak about tongues and I've, I've seen some brothers write about, you know, music and stuff, but we would, we would, we would dance. Yes. Um, Hallelujah. Yeah, we would dance <laughs> and, you know, we, we, we still want our words, want, we want to be uh, biblical. But at the same time, I, I think there's an expression. There's a there's a joyfulness. There's a vibrancy. There's a liveliness. Um, you know, the the back and forth as somebody's speaking, everybody's saying amen, and it's we, we're just loud. Let me just say, that. <laughs> praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> I love the I love the so, I love the sound of that. Come on, brother, tell me what are you currently preaching through and why? Um, uh, what are you focused on at the moment? Right, um, t- December people typically leave. Um, you know, it's like a graveyard in Gauteng. You know? mm, mm. Yeah, no, I feel <laughs> Everybody the Everybody goes home <laughs> or to holidays. or And so we, which is not our normal style, we're topical at the moment. Okay. Um, what, topical, what topic are you covering? Well, um, last Sunday I was on Gen 17 uh, where the title of the message was Mission Accomplished Rejoice. We're, we're basically just saying, how Jesus, and, and I see the prayer of Jesus just saying, man, um, what my father gave me to do, I was able to do it. And so I was just encouraging the guys to say, you know, in spite of what was not done this year, don't look to yourself, look to what Christ has already accomplished. And I think John 17, it's a real summary of, of, of if you're feeling, you know, discouraged, if you feel like maybe your goals were not met, um, you look to Jesus and say, he met his goals, right? He he, he accomplished his mission. He didn't go to the World Cup like Brazil and hope to finish, but didn't. But he actually he actually accomplished his mission. And Every so single soul that he hung on the cross and died for ultimately will be saved because he is sovereign yeah. in salvation. Yes, and he finished the mission. He accomplished it. And I think that's what that's the point that he, Jesus is saying in, in John 17. I have manifested your name. I've, I've kept them. And for me, man, that's like, wow, that's amazing that I can look to somebody else who has who has done what I cannot do for myself. And so um, this week we'll be talking about um, the Sabbath. Um, I'm just, in fact, Fridays are my pre- sermon prep. So I'm in the office now just sort of finalizing, um, you know, talking about Sabbath rest as a, as a spiritual discipline. Uh, and basically just giving our guys from Genesis to Revelation, um, the principle of rest um, in in Genesis, in the Law and the Prophets, as we see in the Gospels, as we also will see it in Revelation, and basically saying, I think I think we we've never thought about rest the way that the Bible talks about. It. We always think about it just physical rest. Yeah. But but there's a this stuff that I've been meditating on about how Sabbath is just it's also a time of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about that on Sunday. But we just finished Ephesians. That was our 
you know, we called it Bob and Flay's kind of uh, philosophy of preaching. That's yes. what we eat. Yes, I'm, I'm eat, with you completely. Uh, of the Bible. Yes, praise the Lord. And Ephesians, what a glorious book. So, brother, if Man, you had to, in terms it? of your preparation process, if you had to kind of call out three of your favorite resources that you refer to in any given week, what would they be? Um, somebody... I know referred me to a resource called Precept Austin. Hey, praise the Lord! I don't know. I don't know who did the referral. Um, uh, we but, don't know who that person is, but um, <laughs> that's a that great he, resource. Something that's yeah, Precept Austin. So I've I have um, in well, obviously I don't go to the commentaries before I I study. I make sure that I read the text. Yes. On Monday I meditate on it, and I make observations. You know that's how we we're taught at Christ Seminary. I still find that to be the most helpful thing just sit and make observation of what the text hey, is saying Sibu, we, and you we're, just sort of like, we're in december yeah. and i forgot that you were a christ seminary grad i'm sorry about that you're a christ seminary grad brother um peter's also a christ seminary grad do a quick pitch for christ seminary. Oh, really? there might be a listener that's listening in yes. and uh, and is thinking about seminary next year and um, why is christ seminary a great place for them to check out christ seminary um yeah, I, 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 I see that's where everything changed for me because they, they, they are very committed to, to the Bible. They're very committed to giving you, especially expository preaching. I know there's a lot of seminaries, but yes. when it comes to training expositors, yes. how, do you break, how do you preach the Bible? Um, I think they are the best. I, I don't want to... I'm not. I'm not want to compare, but I think um, the way that the, the training, the philosophy, and 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 the commitment, even the men's lives. I think that another element is is the personal lives of the lecturers that we get to to know. Yes. Um, people like Charlie, Doctor yeah. Dave. E every um, every Christ Seminary grad that I've spoken to has has actually given the exact same account. Number one, I learned how to preach expository with confidence. And number two, I got to gaze into the life of the lecturers. They, uh, it's just very consistent um, from guys that have attended Christ Seminary. Gideon and Penny, in fact, is listening in on the show right now. He just posted to uh, Facebook, thanks for this relevant talk. He's up in, um, I was going to say Malawi, but he's actually up in Zambia um, at the African Christian oh. University up on the Copper Belt. He's been uh, invited uh, up there. He's involved, I think he's the registrar or the dean of students um, and lecturing now um, in that capacity. He was he's my also, classmate. So he's also a classmate. Uh, and he is yeah. a brother and a friend. I love that man. I really miss him. <laughs> um, so, so, okay, great. Uh, uh, you said you would start with um, with the Bible and you'd build yourself up to understand God's word that you might preach it um, with authority. Precept Austin is a is a resource that you might appeal to. Um, any any other resources that you'd like to commend to listeners that might help them um, in their own preparation and as they come to God's word. Um. So do you mean like, because I think Precept Austin has, has all the commentaries and all that they need. Do you mean like, um, besides commentaries, maybe like uh, prayer? Okay, well, no, great. Uh, uh, yeah. Prayer, I, 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 yeah. Let How me does not, that work let me out for you? That wait, wait, wait. I, I have found that if I am, pre if I am less prepared, I, in fact, the more that I preach now, I found that 50% of the work is me getting my heart to be right. And then really... Uh, yeah, and then the less the, the the rest of the work 
is then the text the text work but but yeah i found prayer to be increasingly more important in in the preparation mm. in the preparation process yeah mm. Oh, praise the Lord. Thanks. Uh, thanks for sharing, Sibu. Um, when you think of Mamelodi as a city, when you think of the Church of Mamelodi as a as a congregation, um, how's God working uh, in your area? How, how have you seen the hand of God moving over the last year? Yeah, and last year has been very um, difficult in terms of lockdown and everything. But um, interestingly, that's we've seen we've seen the Lord. Um, hand you know during the past year than than even when we started which is very ironic um so one of the things that happened was during lockdown some of our youth were sort of behind in their work um at school and and so my wife my dear wife who is very smart smarter than me praise god uh, started a maths and science sort of tutoring program so some of our youth came through to our house mm. where she taught them calculus and she taught them um you know maths and science and kept yeah, them I did, accountable i did, ca- I did calculus 20 years ago and i couldn't imagine teaching calculus to anyone i mean i just did an introduction as part of uh, maths in what grade 12 or standard 10 uh, that that's mind-blowing she must be a very smart lady <laughs> Hold on no, to that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I married up, as they say. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, and so she started that, and then we moved it to our venue in Mamilodi East, and it just grew. We, then we had about 80 to 100 kids that showed up on a Saturday to be tutored. And we were excited not just about the education, but we are excited about the opportunity to share the gospel. Mm. And so it has led it has led to, you know, just amazing amazing fruit that God has 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 been pleased to to use uh, in terms of the kids now um, you know we were preaching sort of like before we started the tutoring we would then preach and share the gospel and then they were so excited they wanted a Bible study um, so we, we started the Bible study then we invited them to church and so I would say our church is now 80 percent yeah 70 to 80 percent youth Wow um, just full of those young people that are just so hungry for truth um and so that's that's something that's exciting for us because when we went to mamilodi it's something we we always hoped and longed to to reach the youth and to reach the young couples especially the men as well and so we're seeing the lord you know just just changing their heart in in very simple ways just like discipleship one-on-one moments where we're going through the scriptures um you know with with some of the guys um, just the Lord is just opening their eyes, so so it's more of a, yeah, it's a renewal, man. It's a gospel renewal mm. that that we're seeing happening amongst the youth. That is so mm-hmm. exciting. I mean, yeah. it really is. It's, it's exciting. It's thrilling. Uh, Gideon says, yes. "Praise God for His providence," and uh, and Kelly is joyful along with you. Um, Sibu, why should a listener who's living near your church maybe considering or looking for a church? Why, why should they consider visiting you guys? Um, there is nothing special about us as a people. Um, that sounds, that question sounds like um, <laughs> um, McDonald's or Mark. <laughs> Why should they? Could, uh, <laughs> uh, as I think about what we have, what we have is is God's word. Mm. Uh, what we have is God's spirit. What we have is God's promise, and we committed to. 
to opening the door and saying, um, let's let's all fall after Jesus. Let's let's hear the good news, right? The good mm. news of Jesus. And, yes. and I think we will. We, they should come because we will give them the good news of of what's really, really the good news in the midst of bad news in South Africa. We will keep on um, lifting up Jesus, showing them how He answers life's deepest problems, even wherever they find themselves, whatever is happening in their life. Um, they will always find when they come, they will always find encouragement, sometimes rebuke, but it'll always be good news from from um from the word of God. Hey man, that's a that's a really good answer. I'm I'm so glad that we got to interview you this morning. Maybe you want to point people to how they can find you guys in a digital space or physical space. Uh we the church in Mamilodi. Uh, I know the name is also, uh, we just looked at the Bible and we saw Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. It's like, um, let's not try to be creative. So we are <laughs> I the like church it. It's Mamilodi. very cool. It's a very contemporary name. Uh, it, it, it rocks. <laughs> yeah, the church in Mamilodi on Google, uh, you, if you just type that, it will lead us straight to where we are. But for those who are in Mamilodi or those who are in the township, we're in a place called Small Complex um, in Mamilodi East. Uh, close to the BP garage. If you know the BP garage in East, you are close to where we are. So, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where we are. That's pretty cool. So, thank you so much for joining. It was uh, great to chat to you. I really enjoyed it, and uh, looking forward to um, coming through and visiting you in Mamelodi and uh, and eating together and I'm breaking man. bread. I'm looking forward to this. Already ordered. I've already ordered the kota and the spatlo and the chisanyama. I'm like I'm like so super that. excited. You have no idea. <laughs> God, God bless you, brother, and thanks for chatting. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate this, man. <laughs> Every blessing. Bye.